Hello everyone and welcome back returning listeners. If you're new, welcome. We're so happy that you decided to tune into this podcast today. And when I say we, I mean myself and Audrey, who's normally with me. But circumstances worked out where we did not get to come together and do today's podcast. And today's podcast should have been (laughs) yesterday's podcast, but we're late. Hey, things happen. Life happens. And I'm sure everyone out there knows what I'm talking about. You plan, but things don't always work out the way you plan. So here we are, a day late, but we're still not short. (laughs) I'm not going to say short. We're not short. And we're still continuing to talk about joy. So I'll be doing that by myself today, talking about joy. We've been looking at joy this month, and um, we've gone through... um, five days so far. So this is day six, which is um, being recorded now and shared with all of you. And today we're going to be looking at, let me see if I can get myself together here. Notes out. Today we're looking at joy in the Holy Ghost. So uh, four, five days ago, we looked at how we can cultivate joy. And then we looked at where joy is found. And then now we're talking about, today we're talking about joy in the Holy Ghost. And to take a deeper look at that, we're going to be looking at Romans 14, 17. Okay, so let's go ahead and take a look at Romans 14, 17. I have the King James Version, which is readily in front of me, and it says... For the kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. So uh, there was a day last week when I touched on Romans 14 and 17. And no, actually it was earlier this week because we were looking at John 16, 24 and we were talking about um what Jesus was um, telling the disciples, you know, that, you know, up until now, you haven't asked anything in my name. You haven't asked anything, but if you ask in my name, you will receive. And we already established that that receiving isn't um, receiving whatever we feel like we, we deserve. It is lining up with the will of God and knowing God's will. And when we ask, we will receive. The Bible tells us that if we ask anything according to God's will, he hears us. And knowing that he hears us, we receive the desires of our heart because our heart is lining up with God's heart and his will. And in touching on that, I was uh, talking about when Jesus was speaking to the disciples at the time, they had not yet received the Holy Spirit. See, Jesus, after he left, he sent the Holy Spirit back as a comforter, not just for them, but for also us. So then we have Christ indwelling in us. The spirit of Christ indwells in us. So here we are fast forwarding to today where it says, for the kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but righteousness and peace in the Holy Ghost. So how do we clarify this to to show that um, joy in the Holy Ghost? Well, if the Holy Spirit, Holy Ghost, however you want to refer to the spirit of Christ that indwells in us, is the spirit of Christ. So we have Christ in us, the hope of glory. 
And when we have Christ in us, that is our, our invisible helper that helps us to build and establish a, 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 a solid foundation and relationship with Christ. So I love this because it says, for the kingdom of God is not meat and drink. The kingdom of God is not based on who ate meat and who didn't. It's not based on who was circumcised, circumcised and who was not. It's not based on who feared God and who did, who did more works. No, it's not based on that. Although we're supposed to have a reverential fear of the Lord. What it's basically saying is that these legalistic things that, that you know, people try to sometime impress on us is not the kingdom, but it is not the kingdom. These legalistic things. Oh, you know, women shouldn't wear their hair short. Oh, women shouldn't wear pants to church. I know I am stepping on someone's toes right now. Oh, women's um, um, skirts need to be down to their ankles or to the the ground. Hmm. Women shouldn't talk in church. I mean, these are, these are just things that I'm remembering that you probably know a few of your own. You know, um, there's a certain way that you should pray. There's a certain way that you should pray to be saved. There's a certain way that you should, certain things that you should say in order to baptize. Come on. The kingdom is not based on legalism. It is based on a solid foundation of Jesus Christ and a relationship through him. So when it says it's not based on meat and drink, it's saying it's not based on on these legalistic things. Back in the days, the Pharisees had so much legalism and we see those things today as, you know, according to the examples that I just gave to you, but it's righteousness and peace in the Holy Ghost. Okay. That righteousness is equity of character or or uh, it's equity of character or act. It's justification. And we have all already been justified by the blood of Jesus. But still that righteousness is applies to those who love God and do his word. And they separate themselves from the beliefs and the behaviors of this world. We're in this world, but we're not of it. So that we can get a distinction of between the righteous, between righteous and wicked, wicked, wicked people are those who reject God's word and they follow the beliefs and the behaviors of this world. They don't have any part in the kingdom, but those who are walking in righteousness have a part in the kingdom because they love God and they follow the word of God. So that's the righteousness, but righteousness and peace, that peace that they're talking about, peace, peace peace. It is that calm delight. Come on. It comes right back to the joy. It's that calm delight, that, 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 that calmness, that overwhelming soothing that you have, even when things are not right in your life. Maybe you're sick. Maybe, you know, your finances aren't right. Maybe you're in the midst of of, of going through a, a real crisis right now, but you still have that peace that just this exceeds your, your, your understanding and anyone who knows what's going on in your life is like, how can you be so calm? How can you be so at peace? Because I know whose I am and I know who I serve. And I have this confident 
Remember, we talked about the definition of joy earlier on. This confident expectation that God will take care of whatever is going on right now. I don't have the power or the means to handle it. I don't know how to handle it. But I know God is going to take care of it. That's the joy in the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the one that's within us. He is the porter. So he opens up the door so that the Father can commune with us and we can commune with the Father so that we can commune with Jesus and Jesus can commune with us. He is that porter. He opens that door of communication so we can commune. We can have that open communication. That's how we build our relationship. And then he brings these, the word of God back to our remembrance to bring us that peace, to bring us back to that joy that we need. That is the righteousness and the peace and the joy in Holy Spirit. That is what I'm going to leave you with today. I don't have too much to go on. You know, Audrey's not here to give her insight and I'm sure if she's here, she would. But this is what I'm sharing with you based on how I've studied this word. And I advise you to go and study this word. That's Romans 14, verse 17. Um, We always tell you, dig into the word yourself. See what God wants to reveal to you, for you, through it. Don't just take what we say or, or anything like that. We're just sharing our thoughts and our experiences. And we always advise you to go in and and get get your own experience through the word by studying it on your own. Anyway, that is what I'm going to leave you with today. This is the end of day six. We'll be back next week on time, on schedule. I'm just (laughs) declaring it. It may not work out that way, but I'm just declaring it. But on time, on schedule, uh, Audrey and I will be back to get into week three and we'll start off with day seven continuing to look at joy. All right, everyone. Father, I just thank you for the ability to come on to the podcast today and to share with all those who choose to listen in and just um, hear my experience, you know, my uh, time spent with you and in studying the word uh, about joy. Thank you, Father, that you give them their own revelation of what, dear Lord, the word says in their situation and whatever circumstances that they're going through. And that in studying this word and in reading this word, Father, you, dear Lord, unlock that joy more and more within them, that they find joy in their daily walk, even in the midst of struggles and trials, that they find that joy and that they find it through the Holy Spirit Help them, dear Lord, to come to a place where they're in a deeper communication and that they just come and tabernacle with you, Lord Jesus. Father, we just want, dear Lord, to go from glory to glory, understanding your word more and more, understanding your heart and even, dear Lord, your desires for our purposes and our destinies as we continue, dear Lord, to walk out this life. Father, we give you all honor and glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Audience, thank you so much for tuning in to today's podcast. I pray that it has somehow blessed you and even just stirred you to go and just dig into this word even a little bit more. But we'll be back again, like I said, next week so that we can continue starting with day seven, looking at joy, getting healing through the word as well. Be blessed, everyone. And as Audrey would say, Shalom.